0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Class Stars podcast. My name is Moshe Freed, and today we'll talk about some of the core concepts of a relationship building and why it's nearly impossible to get to everyone in your classroom unless you know this secret. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day? and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. I love telling people about John and Julie Gottman and their research because it always gets a great reaction. John and Julie are psychologists who are married to each other. They founded the Gottman Institute in 1996 and have been studying relationships for more than 45 years. They can do something absolutely remarkable. They can watch a couple discuss a disagreement for about three minutes and, with over 90% accuracy, predict if they'll still be together in 10 years. This statement never fails to raise eyebrows. What's even more remarkable is that the way they do it is so simple that by the time you finish listening to this podcast, you'll be able to do it too. I first discovered John Gottman when I read one of my first favorite books. Blink by Malcolm Gladwell is about the power of snap decisions being able to very quickly come up with an expert opinion or decision. This book intrigued me because I always feel that the more efficient our decision-making process, the better off we are. It's all about good decisions. Of course, the key is not only to be quick, but also to be accurate. Another book that I can recommend on this topic is Thinking Fast and Slow by Nobel Prize laureate Daniel Kahneman. We'll discuss some ideas from that book sometime in the future. The very first chapter of Blink is called The Theory of Thin Slices, How a Little Bit of Knowledge Goes a Long Way. It tells the story about the research of John Gottman. This story got me so excited, it's probably the reason why I love all of Malcolm Gladwell's books. A few years ago, I was privileged to attend a two-day clinical training seminar by John and Julie and learned a lot more about their research and their methods. I also got to meet them both and ask them questions. They're remarkable people. John, Julie and their colleagues at the Gottman Institute study relationships in very interesting ways. They wire up couples to measure their heart rate and have them sit in chairs that measure fidgetiness. They also take video of their faces and look out for subtle facial expression changes. They do incredible work. One of the interesting things that they do is that they'll watch a couple discuss a disagreement and after about three minutes, they can confidently predict whether they'll still be together in 10 years by simply counting the number of compliments and criticisms they give each other. What they have found is absolutely stunning. Couples in a strong, relationships, in a strong relationship will give five compliments for every criticism in the discussed disagreement. The ratio goes up to about 20 to one when they're just hanging out together. Couples that end in divorce only give 0.8 compliments for every criticism. That means that a one-to-one compliment to criticism ratio is very close to divorce. We all try to avoid people who criticize us a lot because we don't like it. When we're forced to deal with them, we feel very guarded. We engage with them as little as we can and we can't wait to get away. People who are very positive with us, on the other hand, tend to make us feel positive when we're around them and we enjoy those environments. We're relaxed and we let our guard down. We can hang around and listen to them all day. That's not surprising. The question is how much criticism is A lot of criticism. Just how positive is a positive environment? The Gottmans figured out that the five to one ratio works for a couple and that 0.8 to one is a disaster. That's a big difference and that's pretty surprising. What got me thinking then was, does this translate into a classroom environment? And if it does, how? Like we discussed last time, once students begin to feel like their teachers don't like them, they'll clam up and that's why it's so often the beginning of the end. Can this ratio be the key? Also, when you think about it, which students tend to get the most praise? It's the ones who are doing well and getting the least criticism. But who actually needs the most praise or positive feedback? It's the ones who are getting the most criticized. If ratios are important, they need more positive feedback and encouragement just to keep their ratios balanced. The struggling children probably have a terrible ratio and no wonder they tune out. I couldn't do a real research project, but I started to talk to teachers about this. I figured... At the very least, let me get some anecdotal data and feedback, because if this is true and you're not aware of this, a classroom can very easily become a toxic environment for struggling students, and many of them will easily become disenchanted. The response that I got was very positive, no pun intended. While many teachers agreed that this made sense intuitively, others were skeptical. Some teachers didn't buy into it at all. But even from those who did, some of them had questions. How am I supposed to make sure that I give five compliments to every criticism? Besides, if a child is misbehaving, what should I compliment them for? Also, why should the kids who misbehave get more compliments than the kids who are always complying? But the biggest problem was, how do I keep track of all of this? All legitimate questions. What I realized is that people are used to interventions to specific instances. If a child is misbehaving... A plan to minimize the misbehavior is developed and implemented, and we look for cause and effect for proven interventions. If a child does this and I do that, how can I expect the child to respond? This isn't going to work that way. You can't order five compliments to give a kid. It becomes unnatural and it comes with as disingenuous. These compliments have to occur within the natural flow of the classroom. It's very likely that you're not going to keep track of every compliment and every criticism. You'll probably compliment kids without realizing, and you might even say something that a kid takes as a a criticism without even realizing or even ever knowing. How many times do we feel criticized and we finally confront the person only to learn that it was a complete misunderstanding? However, if you're a good teacher, you likely have a mindset to constantly give positive feedback to all of your children. The secret to keep in mind is to realize that those students who are criticized need even more encouragement than those who aren't. If you keep this in mind, you'll be more mindful of those children in a very positive way. Remember, the couples who were observed by the Gottmans weren't told to give a certain number of compliments to each other. They just had a strong relationship and argued naturally. The ratio was just an indicator of the strength of the relationship. The takeaway of all of this was that it's important to provide plenty of positive feedback and that you should realize that the ones you criticize need even more positive feedback. Good teachers will know how to balance the art and science of teaching and create a wonderful environment for all of their students. Who knows, maybe one day we can get John and Julie to observe classrooms and tell us what they think. Or maybe someone else will observe this phenomenon in a more scientific way. This might result in better understanding of teacher-student relationships and a more positive classroom environment overall. This is something we can all agree about. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.